No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everyone to episode 52 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. You might be wondering who the f is this and where is Sam? What's this voice? Well, Sam is off being a douche in Florida without us doing God. fun things. I think he's probably just hanging out right now. Really all he's been doing is just like posting Snapchats and videos to Facebook of him being on yeah. the beach just to be a dick. Yeah, pretty much. Because he knows <laughs> we hate him for it. Well, somebody had even asked him, why are you even on your phone? Why do you have your phone? Uh, yeah. It was like, just to just to rub it in your guys' faces. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's screwed. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, he's coming back tomorrow, isn't he? We're supposed to get a bunch of fucking snow tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a rough awakening for him. <laughs> <laughs> you sam hey <laughs> when i came home from mexico i was wearing board shorts and a tank top when i got on the plane in mexico it was 93 degrees Ooh. when i got back got into omaha wind chill was 20 below ouch that was a rude awakening walking out <laughs> to the car <laughs> i'll bet so anyways yeah sam is not with us this week so this is going to be the box and johnson show it's yep. kind of sounds like it could be a porn show <laughs> <laughs> it might be by the end of it. We don't know. We don't really know what we're doing without our yeah we don't fearless have... leader. We're kind of yeah. It's kind of kind of be the the uh, box and Johnson bullshit show. Yep. Um. So we better introduce the sponsors, which is Shyworks, the uh, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator. He's off in Florida, as I mentioned right now, because he does such a damn good job. You know, he has money to spend. He's <laughs> raking it in, hand over fist. And that's why he's our main sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you ever need anything Cerakoted, take a look at Shyworks. Check them out at shyworks.com and Facebook and all over everything else that, you know, social media that you hate. Mm -hmm. And also uh, another sponsor is Ballistic Imagery, where you can get all your photography and videography needs handled and also art for the, uh, the refined patriot. Ooh, yeah. I like that. I, I like that as well. I think I'm going to roll That's with that. That's a good that. slogan. I like that. Start Art for the refined patriot. Ooh. I, might, I might start pushing that a little bit more. Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm. And if you uh, jump on the website there and you enter the code LSLF2021 at checkout, you can get 10% off your entire order, any of that art for the re refined patriot. Okay. I think that's that's all we've got for an intro. So, Johnson, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. I had a very long week at work. I had the longest Monday of my life. It was five whole days long. <laughs> um, just had a lot of a lot of changes on a big project that we've got going, and um, so there was a lot of hurry up and get this stuff done. And then the plant that we're doing this project for was like, oh, just just kidding. We actually can't afford another required piece to this project. So your project is like scaled down to 20%. So all the stuff that I had like a bunch of our engineering department working on already, all that stuff already went uh, went away. So <laughs> all the time that we've put into all this equipment, they're like, we don't need that anymore. We need you to work Just on this. Just kidding. Yeah, Never so, mind. Yeah. And we've got a bunch of uh, we're in basically a time crunch right now. Everybody wants everything right now. Yeah. So it's been it's been a really busy week at work. But um, yesterday we went and got our goats. Ooh, so exciting! That was that was actually a really exciting. Why why did you have to wait so long? Just so they were old enough to leave? Or? Yeah, yeah. They're eight weeks. It's just kind of like a puppy. You okay, kind of let thinking. them be with their mom till they're eight weeks old, and um, 
yeah, it was really cool. Really small family farm, younger people like us with a bunch of kids that I think they, well, they had three kids and um, his wife was ready to mm-hmm. pop any day oh. and, and they're out doing chores. You know, all the kids are out helping do chores and the kids are grabbing goats for us and stuff. And so they got like an eight year old, a seven year old, a five year old, and then they're one about to be born. Oh, yeah. They were, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Really nice small family and so that was we had an exciting day yesterday going to get the goats and where were they at um gosh alden it's out by like webster city just out past fort dodge there um yeah really really nice family um kind of got some good ideas from them too on you know kind of future plans of animals that we that we want to get and stuff like that so you're gonna they had oh man you're gonna live in a house like Feltz's. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, I think the biggest thing is I want to, I personally, I want beef, right? So I want to, I want to raise a couple of cattle. Um, and everybody kind of had talked that I had talked to was like, oh, I don't know. You're going to be money behind and all this stuff just because feeding cattle is so expensive because mm-hmm. they, they do eat a lot. You know, they eat a lot of alfalfa and they eat a lot of corn. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not just pasture out grazing grass. So, mm-hmm. um, he said that, they raise two head every year. They get bucket calves every year and they raise two head every year and they keep a half a beef. When So they sell both head to the butcher shop, to a local butcher, mm-hmm. and then they keep a half a beef and it's, he says, well, the half a beef that we get is paid for and we actually come home with some money in our pocket. Mm-hmm. It pays for all of the feed. Our half a beef is paid for and we get some extra money in our pocket so it's like well that's definitely something i'm gonna look into really the only expense i'm gonna have is getting an actual livestock trailer Mm -hmm. to be able to move them around but yeah which that's you know it's not like you need a big one for no for two head of cattle no so yeah that's something that i'm kind of looking forward to in the next few years and they kind of gave me some good ideas on Mm. uh, that's actually going to be a feasible thing that's not a money losing deal so Mm -hmm. yeah are you going to get donkeys? No. No, we had that donkey out by our house oh, that yeah. got loose. And no, there is. That's my wife really wants horses too, but it's like I if I don't have a use for them, like our goats are dairy goats. So that's kind of our use for those. All of our chickens are laying hens. Mm-hmm. If we have any roosters on the ones that are growing up, we're going to butcher them, right? So it's like they all have a use. A donkey, for me, like I don't have any implements. Like I don't have any old single single gang discs that i need a donkey to pull it you know like i just don't really have any use for them fucking i was heading into lamar's the other night a few nights ago and i came down into where where felts's are Mm -hmm. and i couldn't really like i could kind of see something i thought just oh there's like tire marks or something on the road something little black because my lights weren't tilted up enough where i could see it quite yet yeah got to the bottom of that hill all their donkeys just hanging out in the middle of the f-ing road. I had to lock up my brakes. I was like a couple feet away from f-ing hitting a herd of donkeys just in the middle of the fucking road. It's like, God damn it. What are you doing? Keep your donkeys locked up. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. That would have destroyed my oh car. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the damage? Like one donkey would be bad enough, but like five or six? Yeah. Airbags would have blown. Yeah. 
Oh man, I'm, were they just out laying on? Was the road warm? They're no, they're just meandering across the road. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I thought for sure when we came back we were gonna see a dead donkey on the road because there was yeah. like a bunch of cars coming over the hill when I was or coming the other way. Yeah, I was like, there's they're gonna hit a donkey. There's <laughs> oh, this is Christ. gonna happen, but no, uh, no dead donkeys there. Well, that's good, I guess. But yeah, so it was kind of a. It's been a good weekend. As far as that goes, I mean, it's exciting getting new animals and getting them. They've been really timid since they got home, but that's, I, from what I hear, pretty common. Yeah. It's really funny, though. They act just like dogs. It's legit like we just got three puppies. It's weird. <laughs> they're awesome. They're cuddly. They're, you know, they're cool, though. I would like to have some some do- uh, donkeys, some goats someday. Yeah. I think they're hilarious. They are. They're cool. And these these only get, like, probably... Maybe a little taller in this coffee table and like 70 pounds. Mm, yeah. They're like uh, Nigerian dwarf goats. Mm-hmm. So they're good milk goats, but they stay pretty little. So they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. How was your week? Oh, it was pretty good. I went up to Sioux Center to shoot some video for a product launch that uh, Northwest Iowa Firearms is going to be doing here mm-hmm. in, a, in a couple months at a machine shop. And they had a German Shepherd there, and he was probably 13 or 14 years old. Biggest fucking German Shepherd I've ever seen. Yeah. Freaking enormous. Its head probably weighed 20 pounds. <laughs> Thing is huge. What yeah. is a cool freaking dog. Yeah. He would, uh, every now and then, he must have get anxiety or something, or just bored from hanging out in that little, because it was just a room, like, it was probably not much bigger than this, but it yeah. was like a rental space, you know? And they had two CNC machines in there. And he'd just get up and he'd just run laps around one of the machines for a few <laughs> minutes, then go lay, lay back down for a while. Get back up and go run some more laps. That's funny. And that's how he, how he keeps himself entertained, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't do much other than that. I went home and edited some more video on that. I did just f***ing around it, it, put together a teaser video for that. Yeah, I saw the teaser. It was really cool. I like, I like doing that kind of shit. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, didn't do a whole lot more. More than that, I don't really live a really uh, interesting life yeah. in, in the winter time. <laughs> right, not yeah. much for me, for me to do right now. Well, it's not. Well, I guess this week the weather was decent. Yeah, but like today, it's raining and cold, and it's about to get worse. Yeah, we're gonna get. I don't know. Are they talking like inches of snow, or are they just? I see one to five up here in Spirit Lake. I, I think they're calling for like five to eight. Oh, really? Yeah. Oof. That's going to be ugly. And like 45 mile an hour winds. Yeah, I knew uh, it was going to be windy. That. That's going to be a mess, It's going to be terrible. That's, what, that's kind of been easy this winter, though, since, I mean, usually, I fucking hate winter so much. Yeah. But this year, this winter has probably been one of our worst winters in a while. I mean, we yeah. got a lot, quite a yeah. bit of snow. I mean. And every time it snowed, the wind was blowing 50 miles an yep, hour to you. Yep. But. I haven't really noticed it because I just stay home all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, like, whatever. I mean, every time I'd leave the house, I'd have to scoot or shovel snow. But other yeah. than that, whatever. Well, and that's, the, I guess, a plus of being in Kingsley now, too. Yeah. Versus up in Royal. You know, you're not traveling so much every other weekend or whatever and mm-hmm. having to drive so far and deal with it all the time. Yeah. There was, when I lived in Royal and I'd drive to Spencer and there was a road B40 it was just ran east and west and there was it was completely flat on both sides of it and it was the worst road just absolutely terrible it didn't matter what it was doing with snow if it snowed at all it was just absolute dog shit huh. it was so bad it pissed me off 
I hate roads like that. Like, you know, every time you get two inches of snow, it's like, well, this road's going to be absolute shit. Yep. That sucks. But it's raining now and the end is near. It's kind of bittersweet. I mean, I like rain. Yeah. I'm kind of at the same time like, ah, this is, I hate this. This is, excuse me, this is terrible weather. But it's a nice little rain. Right. It's yeah. a signal that spring is coming. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I have a love-hate relationship with, because like for me, yeah, I see that spring is coming, but we're currently like right at the beginning of mud season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I like to call mud season, it's just, it's miserable. Got three dogs going outside, getting all muddy and wet and gross yep. and then coming in and it's like, ugh. I'm glad we don't really have carpet in our house because, boy, that would be a disaster. But, yeah, it's like, you know, going down to the chicken coop and doing chores and all that. Everywhere you go, it's just muddier than hell. You got, you know, rubber boots on all the time because you damn well don't wear any normal shoes Mm -hmm. out there. But, yeah, it is a good sign that warmer weather is coming. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Me too. All right. Well, is that that's probably enough about the weather, huh? <laughs> I didn't really intend on talking about the weather for so long, but I know we're getting old, box. No shit. <laughs> we can just like sit the, and talk the about other, the weather. The other day I I legitimately said to, <clears throat> Excuse me. I legitimately said to myself, I'm excited for that grocery store to, to open back up. <laughs> like, god damn it, I'm getting so old. <laughs> I care about a freaking grocery store opening back up so I don't have to drive to Lamar's to get yep. shit. Oh, well. <laughs> okay, well, let's. we do have actually a few topics here to talk about, folks, not just bullshit the entire time. So, yeah. Speaking we, of grumpy old men, <laughs> <laughs> this is where I've seen most of the complaining come from, is, is grumpy old men, because I think most of us grumpy old men are the ones who are seeing this topic happening. Um, what we want to talk about is media manipulation. So there's been a story going around. Um, 50 stories, actually. Well, 50, <laughs> true. Um, you go onto Google and you type in mass shooting surge. And I've seen people say, click on the news tab or don't or whatever, but you can go on Google and search mass shooting surge. And there's a story written for all 50 states. And it's the exact same title. It's uh, shooting shootings in mass su- shooting surge in so in so blank day. state as nation faces rise in whatever, right? So it's the same title, just the state is switched out in every story. They use the exact same photo, the same stock photo is used on all these stories, but it's it's not like from one website that wrote mm-hmm. this article a bunch of times for each state. It's all like independent newspapers and stuff, right? So it's like the Tallahassee, the Tennessee, and the, you know, Ohio Gazette, all these things, right? Like all these local news places, and they're running this story. But it's, I don't see it like, I don't know. I guess if maybe if I was following some of those places, they, I don't know if they've already run it or not. Cause it was done like probably two weeks ago is when all those stories came out. Okay. So I don't know if they're running it, but it's just, it's really interesting that it's the exact same story or the exact same title and yeah. exact same picture and everything for all 50 states. And I'm, I'm a little, I don't know if I'm worried or intrigued or, 
you know, it brings me back to that video of you've seen that video with all the different newscasters. Yeah. Yep. You know, saying the exact reading off the exact same script and people, you know, kind of like tile all these news stations together, saying it all at the same time Mm -hmm. about it. I think it was a story about fake news. Right. And how it's a (laughs) ironically. Yeah. And how it's a a danger to our democracy, I think was like the closing line of it. Mm -hmm. And it, it really reminds me of that. It's like, well, obviously somebody's, you know, follow the money here, but somebody's writing these stories for all these little local news places. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Has me a little a little intrigued. I wonder what convinces all these these places to go along with those stories. Sure, and like it's not like somebody's just sending them a letter in the mail with an article, and they're like, "Oh, we should post this." Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got to be convinced to, to do it. So I want, and surely, not all of them align politically. So surely, there's got to be something in for it. It's in it for them. I know a lot of them are owned by the same companies, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's where I think you got to. That goes into that follow the money thing. Because I think there's, I think there's one main, you know, uh, financial firm or you know investor or whatever who either owns or is a big investor in these all these major news companies, and it's kind of like the Associated Press. You know, you look at a lot of stories that um, are even on like a local one of our local news stations. Well, they're not necessarily always written by somebody at that station. Yeah. You know, there's kind of like a, a general centralized press that mm-hmm. then kind of trickles stories out to all these places. And I'm wondering if, you know, they hold the the checkbook for a lot of these little local places and they have their own writers and editors and things like that and kind of push these out. So it's kind of with the same with that video of, you know, mm-hmm. them warning about fake news. Like, yeah. obviously they didn't all write the exact same script the exact same way, yeah. you know, for that. So it's, to me, it's like somebody needs to dig in and really find out what the hell's going on here. Because mm-hmm. you can't, not all these little local places, obviously, they're. I'm sure they're not making enough money off of local advertisements and stuff Yeah. to employ as many people as they do, you know. So there's obviously money coming in from somewhere. And what yeah. is, where is that money coming from and who's, really you know holds the pen for that checkbook Mm -hmm. because i think that that really is kind of would be a telling sign of where this is actually coming from and what its intent is how big of an effect do you think it actually doing shit like this actually has on people's the overall view throughout the nation i don't know do you think it actually has (laughs) a negative impact or people see it and they just disregard it or do you think actually they listen to it so i think right now specifically right now the way my people's minds are um in the current state of the world i think people on the line you know as far as like gun control goes for this you know mass shooting surge Mm -hmm. (laughs) that they say is happening um which there's not Actually, there was a mass shooting this morning. 
Was South it? side of Chicago. You never oh, guess. Oh, weird. I don't know like what business or what, but so I read this the one headline I saw said like 12 injured so far and four dead or something like that and hmm. more trickling into the hospitals. But yeah, I didn't, I don't know anything else huh. about it. But, you know, there's, I think people who are kind of on that gray, in the gray area, they can't decide which, you know, I don't know if I'm for guns or against guns or whatever. I think they would look at that. I think they would read that story and they would think about it. But I think everybody else pushes it aside. Gun owners are like, oh, that's bullshit. And anti-gunners are like, see? Yeah. You know, it's just further division. Just kind of evens out. Yeah. But I think people in the gray are the only people who are actually going to read into it. And even then, only a percentage of those people are too. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So overall, I think it's probably just a big fucking waste of money for whoever is pushing all this shit. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I mean, in there, I don't know. I think in, in that regard, I think it's the more we can get people thinking about mass shootings, you know, the more we can bring it up, the more we can bring it up, the mm-hmm. more we can bring it up, the more, you know, firepower we have. Yeah. Because if they can convert two or three people to feeling like mass shootings are a huge issue in this country, you know, that's we're that much closer to their end goal. Did you read any of the, any of the articles? Mm-mm. I wonder if they got like stats in there or something. I'm kind of curious about that cuz yeah, how, how can they just be like Yeah, there's a sure a surge in it's mass surging, shootings. but we can't tell you how or how much. Right. How many mass shootings has Iowa had in the last 4 years? Oh. Oh. Not not any, really, no. <laughs> but they're surging in Iowa, yep. damn it. Surging real bad. Yeah, I don't I see. Don't... It seems kind of weird. That... Oh, it's USA Today's analysis of 2020. No wonder USA Today is behind all this shit. Uh, or whoever owns USA Today. Fuck the God, they are terrible people. They are, man. They just, I don't know. Because so that's I'm assuming it's just all these local newspapers running the USA Today story. Probably. Huh. This is a long ass fucking. Yeah, just taking it. Yeah, USA Today Network. And yeah. This is so, from the Tennessean.com. They're all just taking USA Today shit. Yeah. So that's what's going on. Is there? They must. USA Today must have a stake in a lot of these must be like partial owner in a lot of these little local places and they must kind of feed them stories as far as like national news, you know, cause you got to think like a little Sioux city news station, they're not going to write some big article about what's going on in DC or what's, you know, right. They're going to obviously get that story from somewhere and they're getting paid to run that story, obviously. Yeah. So, Hmm. Yeah. I, there was something a while back. I think it was when, uh, with the whole stock market and GameStop thing, somebody said, it might have actually incru- included the media, they said, they pointed out all these things that are clearly manipulated and rigged and shit, the stock market being one, and then the, the point of it was, what makes you think the media or the election isn't rigged? Right. And that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, all this other shit is, but why can't this be? Right. And people are just so closed well, off to that idea that nope, this po- it can't, it's impossible to be rigged on this. Why? Because that's what they're told. 
because that's what they're told is that it's impossible to well and i don't know it's kind of it's it's interesting that not many people's eyes are open to the the bias there because for four years they were fighting against trump with russia helped him win right yeah there was there was election interference from russia that's the only way donald trump won because there was interference from russia but then when donald trump says that there was interference it's like no 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 that can't possibly happen yep elections are so secure you know and that's like I don't care which side of the which side of the aisle you're on. Like you can't tell me that it was possible for Russia to do it when Trump won, but it's impossible for it's impossible for any interference when he lost. Mm-hmm. What got me about that? Every time I would see that argument, they would always be like, "This was the most secure election from foreign inter- interference in history." We're like, okay, we're not talking about foreign interference. No, that is, that has. N- that is That's not what not, we're talking we're, about. We're not screaming Russia over here. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess Dominion probably is what out of Brazil or whatever. Yeah. But who says it has to be well international and, interference? Yeah. And personally, I believe that it was it was there was interference or I don't know if I would call it interference, but just the censoring to one side by all the media and social media especially mm-hmm. th- that's that's interfering in an election yeah you know that's not changing votes but that's interfering in an election absolutely censoring one side's views completely is that is quintessential only when it's done to democrats though it's, well it yeah. only counts when it's against democrats right Do it against republicans nobody gives a f- yeah i don't know man it seems like it's only getting worse too. the social media and all media manipulation as far as anything goes, not just the election, but, you know, just pushing a view and not letting people think for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you need to think. This is what we said is right. So this is what you need to believe. Yep. You know, and it's, it's not right. I, I don't know. I saw something else the other day that intrigued me that i don't know i didn't i don't know if it's true i didn't verify it but they said that only like 48 or 49 percent of people now are either democrat or republican most people are actually independents now but they feel forced to and choose one of the parties yeah. and that just really bothers me yeah that 25 percent of the nation gets their way yep i don't i don't understand it well and the other thing I guess the biggest thing that bothers me with it is, I don't know, the media manipulates, you know, like you need to be, you need to be a Democrat or a Republican, right? Yeah. You don't have a choice. You have to pick one of these two things, red pill or blue pill. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that's not really how it is, you know, like, and you can, the thing, I guess the biggest thing that bothers me is that these elected officials and first of all i absolutely detest when people call them political leaders you are not yeah. a leader of f-ing Shit, anything you're a f-ing employee yeah and but uh, yeah i could get sidetracked and scream about that for a half an hour but <laughs> yeah we did have no intention of talking about actual like politics and shit here but <laughs> right. i guess we're going down that We've road spiraled down that um i think it's what bothers me is when these elected officials all they do 
is just vote down party line. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't care about what their district says. They don't care about what the people that they're actually representing. They don't care about their views. They're just, well, I'm Republican, so I'm voting this way, or I'm Democrat, I'm voting this yeah. way. Oh, they can be swayed, like, we'll give you this if you vote for this. Yeah. That's, you vote for what you believe in. Well, and what the the shittiest part that or the shittiest thing that happens in like a lot of these bills and stuff that people feel they need to vote positively for is they put a bunch of good shit in it with a little of the opposite yeah. side's shit in there, right? Yeah. So it's like we'll we'll do these enhanced background checks, but we're also gonna do a bunch of pro-Republican things that really don't f***ing matter to anybody and have no effect on anybody's lives. But the Republicans are going to feel like they have to vote for it, even though there's this little evil bad shit in fine print back here. Yeah. You know? And that's how they... (sighs) That's something I've never understood. Why do they always have to throw a bunch of shit in... Unrelated All these bills, yeah, that have nothing to do with it. Why can't they just vote on the matter at hand and move on? Because... Because that's what... It causes so much problems in the f***ing system yeah they're like oh we can't agree on this they're like oh they don't want a stimulus check to go out no it's because you threw in a bunch of other bullshit in there that right has nothing to fucking do with anything yeah so i don't know i i feel like that's that's a major point is you know if there's if there's a bill being written i don't think it should have anything in it that is unrelated yeah uh, yeah, how do they go about making that, you know, part of a regulation where when you pass a bill, that's your bill is about a specific topic and that is it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need to pass five bills to get all that shit through, well, then write five bills. We should pass a bill about this. Yeah. Let's write one up. <laughs> we know how to write bills, right? N- nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read half the ones that I try and like research because it's like there's way too much legal bullshit in there that i'm like therefore from here on known as what i don't know what any of this just uh using big words give me the cliff notes please (laughs) yeah god (laughs) (laughs) we're not smart enough to really yeah Yeah, i don't think most politicians are either they just have people writing that shit for them (laughs) valid point Oh, well, we do have a limited amount of time today, so how about we move on to uh, your other topic, the uh, non-compliance. Non-compliance, yeah. So I had posted um, on Instagram and Facebook last week about non-compliance and how I believe that it is going to be necessary far sooner than we probably think. Um, You know, a lot of us kind of have been in the non-compliance thing for a while, but not like on a huge scale considering the things that are illegal aren't really things that we are big into, right? So, but if you go into an assault weapons ban and they want you to turn your guns in, we'll piss right off. I'm not doing that, Mm -hmm. you know? So I actually received a, a Facebook message, um, from a friend of mine who said, this has been, a point of contention between my wife and I. Um, she brings our newborn son into it and says, well, you're really willing to risk his safety because you want to stand up for this. And 
he's like, I don't, you know, didn't really know how to articulate his feelings about it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that really made me think about how, how noncompliance can be applied for different people, right? Because for some people, like single guys or single girls, they just, you know, they can do whatever the hell they want, right? And not the consequences are on them. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really affect, I mean, obviously your family, your parents, siblings, whatever. But if you don't have a wife or kids, it's kind of a, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, but as far as like parents and married people and it, it has some different consequences in the end. Mm-hmm. Um. So like for me, our views, you and I, we have some we have a lot of different consequences when it comes to non-compliance, right? Yep. You go to jail, it is what it is, right? I go to jail, well, I got now I got a wife and kids that have a dad in jail with no income, no, you know. Yep. Um so basically what I told him is kind of how I feel about it and for me it's more about quiet civil civil disobedience, right? Yep. So I'm not going to be out blasting all over social media telling people how they should be non-compliant right how they should just they shouldn't be out protesting for non-compliance and telling everyone to not comply and just be really loud about it right they shouldn't be pushing it vocally and being outspoken about it you need to just keep to yourself do what you want to do don't ask permission Right. Just do the things that you want, whether they're right or wrong. Do the things that you want, that you believe in um, and don't ask permission. Um, I also shared with him uh, a little clip from the movie The Patriot uh, where guy comes into the church and says, you know, we're asking for all able bodied men to come and take up arms with the militia. The South Carolina militia is asking for, you know, men to come fight and all the guys were like, uh, we don't want to do that. We don't really want to sign up for that, you know? And the, this girl stands up and says, Hey, all of you guys sit and talk about freedom. You guys are always constantly talking about down with the crown and we need to be our own country and freedom, this and freedom that and we're free men. But now when it actually comes time to fight, are you going to stop merely at words? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be, who you are, is that the type of men you are? You're willing to talk about it, but when it comes time to act, you're not going to actually do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's a, to me, that's a pretty strong message. You know, whether it's during our revolution uh, in 17, whatever year that started, you know, in the 1760s or now. Yep. You stand up for what you believe in. And basically what I told him is, I don't want my kids growing up in, in a different America. I want our kids to grow up with the right to bear arms, with the right for free speech. These aren't, these aren't rights that the government gives us. These are God-given rights. These are things that we are allowed to do as free men of God. We're not given these. The, the government didn't say it was okay to do this, right? Mm-hmm. You can do this because we say so. No. They're supposed to be there to protect our God-given rights. And they're wanting to take those rights away. And that's what is wrong. And that's what we need to stand up for. Yeah. So. I think it's this is another one of those things that's not so uh, black and white. Mm-hmm. Where 
the world needs balance. I mean, it's just like in politics. You're either red or you're blue. But that's not the case here, I don't think. you're not. It's not either you're fighting on the front lines or you're helping. Not everybody needs to be on the front lines. There's other ways to fight. So if you feel like you're missing out or not doing anything and you can't sacrifice, like in Johnson's situation, he's got a wife and kids. And if you feel like you can't step away from that and it's too much to sacrifice to go fight on the front lines, so to speak, not like we're actually at f***ing war, but right. <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. God damn it. There's, there's other ways to fight. You don't need to feel like you need to be out there slitting throats and shit like that. Right. There's loud people and there's people that kind of hang back. And it yeah. takes, it's not going to be, you're not going to win a war with everyone piled up on the fucking line. Right. You, need, you need people in the background for support doing other shit. Mm-hmm. So if you're not one of those people that feels the need to be on the front line but still wants to help, there's other ways to do it, I think. Because not everyone is obviously cut out to be, yeah. <laughs> to do. Not everybody's going to be a crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. It and, takes all people, I think. And that's, and that's something where, you know, that's if you think about it in that in those terms, you know, you're looking at in in terms of a new a second civil war or a new American revolution or whatever, right? But if you think about just non compliance in general, if they think they're gonna do a mandatory buyback or they're gonna come door to door and take people's guns, mm-hmm. right? That's where I'm kinda saying is I'm I'm gonna say no. Right. I'm not going to let them come take my guns. I'm not going to let them. I'm, I'll go down. I'm not going down without a fight. Right. Yeah. I'm not just going to be like, well, I don't want my kids to, you know, I can't. uh, It's okay if my kids are going to be in a communist labor camp because I'm just going to be like, okay, you can have my guns. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. You know, no. But at the same time, Window, windy. The window is gonna blow out of this place. <laughs> no kidding, Jesus. <laughs> At the same time, though, you're you're not gonna be standing on the top of the hill, Mulan Lab, come get it, motherfuckers, and shit right. like that. You're just doing no. what needs to be done for you quietly. Yeah. Yep. Which and that's is perfectly good for probably most people, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I mean, I think there are some people who can be vocal about it and be loud about it and. Uh, for the sake of making it a topic that people are aware of, yeah, right? It needs to be spoken about yep. so that people understand what noncompliance is about and why they don't need to comply, right? And why it's better if you don't comply in a lot of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have to be like people in my situation where you're a husband and a dad, that's a thing you have to think about beforehand, right? Yeah. Somebody, when somebody comes knocking, are you going to say no? Or are you just going to be like, I'm, I'm scared to risk all this stuff. You know, I'm scared to mm-hmm. leave my kids without a dad or whatever, it, you know, whatever the case may be at the end of that situation. You just kind of have to decide what's right for you. Yeah. And I mean, every situation is going to be different. It is. Too. Yeah. I mean, it could be one dumbass ATF agent or a 
a local police officer showing up. Officer showing up. <laughs> <laughs> showing up to your door saying, hey, we we know that you own some, some firearms. We're going to have to come in and inspect your house or something. If yeah. it's only one one or two fucking people, yeah, sure, be like, whatever. But obviously, if there's 25 yeah. fucking agents out there with... Yeah, if it's looking like fucking Waco uh, out yeah. there, maybe... Mm, mm. Probably best lay off or something. <laughs> yeah. Which you could always anticipate well, those things and prepare for that right that uh particular situation where you can always i don't know maybe hide some yeah and or have some laying out where you're like sure you can have this have yeah. my fucking taurus i don't care here's my gun safe with my ruger 1022 and my you know yep. like the rest i uh lost in yeah. a boating accident right i don't know to me it's like ah, i don't know you see people you see people selling like these gun tubes, right, for burial, to bury oh, guns yeah. and shit. So you, it's like, who the fuck would buy that? And now it's like, mm, eh, I, I might could, buy that. I can see some validity and you know stashing one or two for right a scenario just like that. But I don't know. It's it's a wild a wild thing to think about. But um, it is something. It's kind of like your will, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not something I want to think about and prepare for me dying, but it's you're better off thinking about it ahead of time and yep. kind of planning for the worst. So when it comes to noncompliance, guys, just don't try and be a hero necessarily. You know, that's... Don't, I, don't listen to everyone else that calls you like a pussy or something if you're mm-hmm. not going to get out and fucking scream at people. It doesn't take everyone to do that. Yes, those people are important to the to the to the cause, mm-hmm. but we also need the people in the background. So don't feel like the <laughs> biggest thing is just no, honestly. I think the biggest thing with noncompliance is just don't ask permission. Right. You know. Yeah. Do what you, you want to do. Yeah. You don't need to be a fucking child about it. No, I'm not going to do that. Fuck you. I'll do what I want. Just yeah. Do what the fuck you want. Be a gray man. <laughs> right. Don't. I yeah, you don't have to be a loud mouth to be into noncompliance, you know. Just do your own thing, go about your way. Just don't ask permission. Don't be one of those assholes that goes walks into a police station open carrying an AR just because you can, just to prove a point. It's open carry. It's 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 a uh, Yeah, you're also it's stupid. Legal. Just, no, you're a dipshit. You're not helping anything. Yeah. <laughs> Making yourself look like an ass hat. Just quit it. <laughs> <laughs> God, we've been kind of dark and yeah, really pessimistic this episode. Let's lighten things up a little bit. I don't know if this is going to continue <laughs> bitching about things. <laughs> yeah, but at least it's a little lighthearted topic. It's not about us dying and things and fighting for our lives. And Yeah, that's true. You know? I thought we could talk about... There's a lot of uh, bad arguments that people use when it comes to the firearm world, and mm-hmm. they have some pretty... Uh, skewed views on things so i thought we could talk about a few of them and first thing i want to talk about is how people have opinions but you know what your opinion can be wrong yeah i'm dude i can you know first thing obviously like you can go into your topics but first thing is first the just as good people right it's just as good it's just as good no you're wrong why is it just as good? Well, <laughs> you know, there, you could go on for hours on the just as good thing, which is why we kind of left it out of this. But 
the just as good people, that's kind of, that's where we get into these things. It's like, you can have bad arguments and you can have opinions that are wrong. You can have your own opinion, but you can still be wrong, mm-hmm. right? So what do you got lined that, up here? That kind of comes into the just as good. Those, those same people probably say the shit like, oh, I've put 100, 150 rounds through it and I've never had a problem. Yeah. And that's why they think it's just as good. 150 rounds is not a lot of rounds, folks. No. No. Put no. thousands of rounds through yeah. that shit. And if you don't have hey, problems still, then you got something. I've got five, six, eight thousand rounds through this thing. Had three failures. Yeah. Probably due to poor ammo. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. seems pretty solid. I got 150 rounds and only had three stovepipes. Yeah, that's garbage. Throw it away. <laughs> you know, like. And what something I just realized just now sitting here about these kind of people that say they've put a 150 rounds through it never had a problem. They probably have had a problem, but it's minor problems. I think our roof is fucking leaking. That's not good. <laughs> we got a drip? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm seeing shit. We just redid this roof. God damn it. What'd you put in these? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's those people that probably do have problems, but it's, they're so minor problems that they think that they just their mind just doesn't really register that it was a problem. Like, say, it didn't... <clears throat> the slide didn't ra- or lock back or something or mm-hmm. it didn't eject a shell and they had to rack the slide again. That's such a minor problem for them to fix that they don't really see it as a problem. Right. So they're like, no, never had a problem ever. Right. Mm-hmm. One, I think a lot of, a lot of people who, I don't know, and this could, uh, people are probably going to think I'm a dick for saying this, but a lot of people who, put 150 rounds through something and get on the internet and say, I've never had a problem. They, it's usually people who buy cheap shit. Oh yeah. You know Fucking what I mean? Fucking SEC wise. Yeah. People <laughs> buy cheap shit because they don't have enough money to buy something high quality. Right. So they buy the cheapest option they can find that's comparable. And then they go, well, I haven't had a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't, you literally, you're, combination of your firearm and the ammo that you've put through it still hasn't matched the cost of you know this higher tier firearm that other people are talking about like Mm -hmm. you know it's it's generally people who have bought the most budget friendly like the cheapest version of whatever they're talking about well i haven't had any problems okay well yeah (laughs) you may not have had any problems but you have have you tried anything else right did you stand at the local gun range and shoot at 20 yards for 12 minutes? Yeah. That's Slow fire. With it? Yeah. And you got them all within the C zone. Good job, buddy. <laughs> right. Uh, we say know. that like we're awesome shooters. But. No, I'm not. You know, I've, dude, you know how many cheap ass garbage things that I've bought? Right. A f- load. I've bought a lot, but I've never told anybody, well, I haven't had any problems or it's, you know, I don't go online spouting out that I bought this cheap piece of shit and it's awesome. You know, I learned from my shit. I bought cheap shit and then I was like, "Hmm, not doing that (laughs) again. Bad idea. (laughs) This is f***ing hot garbage. Uh, My first gun was a Taurus. My first pistol. Taurus PT-111. Yeah. That's a mistake. Full size. And I was like, back then, I was even smaller than I am now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's a full size gun. And I was carrying it like at fucking five o'clock, like a dipshit in a <laughs> yeah. nylon holster. Oh. God damn it. I was stupid. Well, sorry, sons of bitches. 
I had this other, I have several here actually. One, one thing that makes me laugh is when you buy uh, flashlights, weapon mounted lights. Yeah. People, one of their arguments, or when we argue, we're like, we want all the lumens. That's something we say. We yep. want as bright as we can fucking get. Yep. And then there's the people on the other side of the aisle that say, well, I don't want it so bright because I might blind myself. Have you ever used a fucking flashlight, dude? <laughs> are you going to turn and, why, and look directly into a fucking mirror? What are you doing with this flashlight? Looking down your barrel? That's what I'm saying. Is like, if it's weapon mounted, you better not blind yourself. <laughs> like, <Yeah. whoa. laughs> no shit. Jesus Or a, a white wall or something. Man, oh, seriously, use a flashlight just yeah. a couple of times. Figure it out. I can see maybe temporarily blinding yourself if you're immediately getting out of bed or waking up or something like that, where you might have your eyes have a little bit of time adjusting, but it's not, you're not going to blind yourself. Right. And you can probably at that point, don't be a dipshit. Squint your fucking eyes if you need to. <laughs> right. I mean, it's not difficult. Oh, God. Let so me look bright. down this flashlight before I turn it on to make sure it's working. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, the Well, and. Yeah, buying quality flashlights too. It's you want all the lumens, right? I want to be able to see and clearly identify what I'm aiming at Absolutely. as best I can. <laughs> it's like yeah, nah. I don't want to blind myself. That 50 lumens is enough for me. Well, I I just put 100 lumen flashlights on yeah. spray nice guns, but you know why? So that's as all you can good get. as it gets. Yeah. Pisses Man, me off. I, when I was Coming up with these, I legitimately saw a conversation or some, a comment on Facebook. Some guy said, I don't need a super bright flashlight because if they're in my house, I'm fucking shooting them. <laughs> That's a great plan, dude. You yeah. know how many fucking people, like, I don't, I'm not saying like thousands of people it's happened to, but I every now and then I'll hear, yes. oh, she shot her daughter coming home after she snuck out to go drink with her friends or something. Yep. She didn't know who it was, couldn't identify her. You shoot, people get shoot their family members it's not uncommon it yeah. happens god uh yeah i'm just oh doesn't matter how bright my flashlight is i'm just gonna shoot that's <laughs> the same guy who's got a fucking 44 raging judge under his fucking pillow and it's just like loaded he hears with 410 birch <laughs> yeah he's like if i hear a creak in the middle of the night i'm just gonna <laughs> it's like, gonna pull the joe biden shoot one through the door <laughs> give him a warning shot that'll scare him <laughs> off all you gotta do is rack it, and you will run right away. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Is there any other stupid shit that you can think of? Johnson? Yeah, the sound of a shotgun racking oh, will scare people out of your house. Jesus! Or get you fucking shot, right? <laughs> you know, What's God forbid this criminal people? inside the house has a gun. Yeah. Oh. Okay, you might shoot through the door. What's stopping them from shooting through the door when they <laughs> hear that shotgun? Can rack. All right. And they probably have something more effective than that shotgun. Oh, God. Yeah. What are some other stupid, stupid arguments? The just as good thing is really the biggest, I think the most common in the in the gun industry, the just as good thing. But Oh, yeah. Definitely the most common, I think. Yeah. Another thing uh, that I thought of is people that think if you do any, put any upgrades on yourself, on your defensive weapon, that you'll get over in court oh yeah 
I don't know. No. Show me a case where that happens. Yeah, a few years back, there was that cop mm-hmm. that had what is his his uh I don't his remember. dust cover said yeah. like F- you or you're f-. I think it said you're, you're f- f- on on his yeah. dust cover of his AR. Yep. Yeah, they brought it up in court. Went nowhere. Didn't did change anything. Nothing. I think he was still cleared, but I think it was. Probably, yeah, I've heard it was not a good shoot either. Right. Um. There was. I mean, there's been a couple of cases where it's it's been brought up on whether, um, like lightened trigger pulls and stuff on pistols mm-hmm. are, you know, they they bring that into account mm-hmm. in a shooting and things like that, but. Um, I really don't think unless you're, you know, just it's the biggest thing with modifications. I think the, honestly, the biggest thing that's going to paint you in a bad picture is the appearance, right? Because people honestly base a lot of things off of appearance. So if you got a panel of people, you got a, a jury that gets to see the evidence photos and you got a a pistol that's got like I'm gonna murder someone. Die, motherfucker! Die down the side <laughs> of it or something. You know, like obviously they're gonna be like, yeah, f- that that's guy. gonna come into play. Yeah, but you know, when it comes to you know putting an apex trigger in your gun or like putting right? you know like none of that fucking shit matters, man. No, don't be a moron. Yeah, uh, don't put fucking like I know Sam's done one and it looks cool, but I. Personally, I wouldn't carry that as a carry pistol. He, he's got an all. He did an all white sig with like blood splattered oh, yeah. on it. It's yep. like I wouldn't carry that. Probably not going to be a good look. If it's in yeah. an evidence locker, yeah, I don't know. you know, when it comes up to a jury and they get to see the evidence photos, probably not going to look good for you. Other than that, I don't think any of that shit matters. Yeah, have at it. You know, unless you're putting like a. 100 round drum mag in and doing drive-bys the 100 <laughs> round drum mag might come up and <laughs> yeah Lord. yeah it might <laughs> don't do drive-bys folks yeah follow the law unless it's unconstitutional another fun one we were talking about this earlier as people that say things like I've been shooting longer than you've been oh, alive. God. I don't need to train. I don't need to train. I've been shooting for years. And you know it's those people that shoot 50 Themselves. rounds a year. <laughs> and don't do f-ing anything. I can slow fire a bullseye at seven yards all day long. Okay, cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. I mean, oh, shit. He just shot himself in the leg trying to put his revolver in his leather holster. That's a real motherfucker. <laughs> Oof. Tough break. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably, he wasn't carrying a 1911 because it would have jammed. Right. (laughs) Well, good thing this thing was out of battery because my hammer was back and I just pulled my trigger going into my holster. (laughs) Wasn't that, wasn't a 1911 one thing you, you might've brought it up when you were on the phone the other night. The two world wars thing. Two world wars. Yeah. That pistol didn't win those wars. Uh, It might've been there, but. uh, It was there, but it definitely didn't win either one of them. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, hammer, like, to me, I don't know, hammer fired, like, is that a, is that a big no-no for you for concealed carry, hammer fired, or do you not care? It's not a no-no, I'm not accustomed to anything hammer fired, though, so I can't really speak against, I know, 
things like people seem to really like the Beretta PX4. Yeah. Which <laughs> to me that's a god awful fucking gun, but I just looks again, stupid. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I've never handled one. Oh, well, I've handled one, I guess. I made a holster for one years ago. I've never actually taken one out and shot it. But I yeah, I do hear things about because the DASA double action single action yeah is uh beneficial or is maybe a good idea when you're carrying an appendix or something mm-hmm. like that and people seem to really like the the PX4 for something like that. Yeah. I don't know. The only thing that really concerns me I guess with a hammer fired gun is something getting jammed in there. A piece of clothes, you know, something yeah. clothing in there or something where it doesn't want to go off, right? Because the hammer's blocked from the firing pin. Which is which would be where carrying it with a hammer down yep. would be beneficial. Yeah, hammer well. down would be beneficial. But that's that then, double action, single action. Then the double action comes into play there. Yeah. But that long, again, heavy trigger pull. But you better than nothing. You train with it long enough, you won't even notice it. I know a lot of people love shit like that. Like the. The Breda 92s. Breda 92s are, Those yeah. are becoming more and more popular again. Yep. Well, and that's, you know, that's kind of funny too is that goes along the, you know, arguments for people who, I don't like all that shit cut out of the slide on my carry gun. Just more points of ingress for dirt and shit and everything to get into my gun. Mm-hmm. Breda 92s were a service pistol for a long fucking time and there ain't hardly a slide at all. Right. So what's your fucking argument there? I don't know. To me, like a lot of that shit, it still runs, man. Like, oh yeah. I. And to me, also, if you're if it's in a good quality holster, it ain't gonna get shit in it. Goddamn building's gonna blow over here, folks. Is the building coming down, or is people shooting off fireworks, or what the <laughs> hell's happening? I'm real confused. A lot of sketchy sounding shit going. Oh boy, what time is it? Oh, twelve twenty-four. We got two more in here. Do we want to run over those quick? Oh, we might as well. Okay, another one. Another bad argument and a stupid view is people will actually argue for carrying twenty-two long rifle as a defensive weapon or caliber, <laughs> and when you argue against it, their argument is, "Oh well, you won't let me shoot you with it." <laughs> Here, okay, I'm not going to let you fucking shoot me with a pellet gun either. I wouldn't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this real clear for those of you in the back who need to hear this. You're wrong. <laughs> don't don't carry a 22. It's stupid and you're wrong. People kill alligators with 22. Yeah. People kill a lot of shit with 22s when they hold still and put it point blank at the back of the alligator's skull. Yeah. Just don't it's not a good shot placement. And it bounces Shot. around inside you. <laughs> yeah. Shot placement. Well, there was, uh, what the hell? Um, a guy that I work with, his dad owned a uh, funeral home. And he called him the scrambler. He called 22s mm. the scrambler. Because when people would kill themselves with a 22, they'd shoot themselves in the head. Well, it wouldn't always come out the other side. Yeah. So it just go inside and bounce around and scramble everything. Yeah. That's he called it the scrambler. If I'm gonna shoot myself in the head, I'm definitely not using a fucking twenty two. Uh-uh. That leaves <laughs> nope. I'm gonna use the smallest caliber I can find and rely on it bouncing around inside my skull. 
No, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out, dude. Right. I want that shit scattered. I don't want there to be any chance I'm going Boy, out of this. I thought we were going somewhere. Uh, it wasn't so dark. And now we're talking about uh, shooting ourselves in the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> we took a hard left turn somewhere. Yeah, it's a it's a dark, gloomy day, folks. It just it's in the weather. We yep. can't help it. Can't help it. Now the carrying twenty two thing, just like, why, why, why would you carry? I don't understand why people. It's cheap. Is that like why people would carry it? Because they already have one. Any able bodied person, I don't know why they would carry it. I can't think of it. Like I don't. I guess I've never really. I've heard people say it. You know, that you could carry a twenty two, it's all about shot placement and it'll you know, it'll still kill you. Okay. Yeah. It could kill you. I'd want to be damn sure. Right. Like I I don't know, man. Like it doesn't it just doesn't make sense. Like you'd already I only have a twenty two. If you only have a twenty two and cannot possibly buy something else, mm-hmm. okay. Maybe carry a fucking K bar. That's gonna be your effectiveness is going to be about the same right right carry a fixed blade knife yeah, you're about the same effectiveness maybe carry a spear that could kill you too yeah i mean you only get one fucking shot uh, <laughs> carry a fucking slingshot i don't know yeah perfect that could kill you <laughs> you know hit him right in the right spot in the eye or something like yeah, that shot placement <laughs> <laughs> i don't know man uh, to me that's that's a pretty stupid yeah once again you're wrong <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their opinion, but yours is wrong, and I hate you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a real thing that can that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our, our last stupid view is people that think they don't need to use a timer because there's no timer in a gunfight. Let me tell you, folks, there is a timer in a gunfight. It's just one that <laughs> shoots back. Yeah, <laughs> you're wrong. Again, you're wrong. I don't, yeah. Uh, you don't hear a beep in a gunfight. You hear a bang. Right. And oh, I don't remember what the statistic is, but it's like a pretty good, pretty good majority. Like 75% of the people who take the first shot in a gunfight win. Oh, yeah. So don't tell me that training with the timer is stupid because. Obviously, you want to be as proficient as possible. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand how people think like that. They're like, what difference is four thousandths of a second going to make? I don't know. What difference is it going to make that he pulls the trigger four thousandths of a second quicker than you do? Yeah, that (laughs) means you're dead first. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there might not be a pack shot timer in a gunfight, but there's definitely a timer. And it's, uh, yeah, counting down the seconds until you're dead. If you're, you know, if you're not going to train with a timer, okay. But the biggest thing with the timer is it, it, you not so much, oh, I'm this fast. I, I need to be able to do it in X amount of seconds. Well, no, that's not what people are using timers for. It's to give yourself a gauge of how fast you're going or if you're improving. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's just a a measurement for improvement is all it is. Yeah. So don't be an idiot and say stupid things like there's no timer in a gunfight. Don't be dumb. Get a timer. Use it. Right. 
I mean, yeah. Like, how else do you know? It, like, you just go out and shoot and just shoot slow fire at, at 10 yards at a gun range? Okay, you're not training. You're just out shooting, right? Yep. That's There's a difference. There's a difference between going out shooting and training. A big difference. And a timer is a pretty critical portion of that difference, honestly. Because if you're out shooting, you don't care. If you're training, you want to be more proficient. You want to be faster. You want to do things cleaner. So to be able to measure that difference is important. Now people think training is just going out and mag dumping 50 rounds into a, into a f***ing glass yeah. milk jug or something. I just train and I'm good to go mm-hmm. and do whatever I need to do. Yep. Well, the, what was the other thing we were talking about earlier? Uh, yeah, I don't need to carry one with one in the chamber. That I don't think that's safe. I don't need to carry with one in the chamber. Oh yeah, I'll have time to rack it. <laughs> that's the afraid not. Yeah, the meme that I saw on on like Instagram the other day was, yeah, you know, also going to have time to put your seatbelt on before you get in that accident. Yep, idiots. I just don't get it. Carry with a loaded chamber. If you got hammer fired, yeah, carry the hammer down. If you got double action, you got a decocker on it. Okay. I just yeah I don't, I don't I don't understand. If you're not comfortable with one in the chamber, don't f-ing carry. Folks. Don't carry. Carry a pocket knife. Have you ever seen? You can still defend yourself with a pocket knife. Don't carry a gun if you're uncomfortable with having one in the chamber. Have you ever seen that video? I think it's like security vid- or camera footage. I don't know where it. It must be like at a gas station or something. Some guys at the checkout counter, completely oblivious to everything, and you see some guy comes into frame, points a gun at this guy's back, pulls the trigger. And it fucking jams. Oh. <laughs> and this guy, and he just runs, and the guy with the gun just runs away. Guy at the counter has no idea it ever happened. Jesus. Fucking lucky day, dude. Yeah, somebody's mm. watching you, pal. It wasn't your time yet. Right? <laughs> you got something important to do in your life, obviously. Because holy shit. Do you ever see the video that, same same kind of deal, not quite that lucky, but. The guy at the bar, they're in like a street front bar that's just got an open front and they're all sitting there drinking and this guy's on his phone, drunk, sitting there on his phone and guy comes in and fucking robs everybody and the guy's just sitting there on his phone and fucking like guy's trying to rob him and he's just like completely ignoring him just on his phone, takes a drink of his beer back on his phone. The fucking guy leaves. The whole place got fucking robbed, like took everybody's wallets, fucking... And then this guy's just on his phone. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you. There was another one I saw, another gas station or whatever. This guy in a bike helmet is robbing the, the cashier there. And this old guy has come just storming in through the door on a mission, just doing his daily business. And the robber puts the gun to this old guy's head. Old guy just swats the gun away and keeps on walking. <laughs> and the, the guy robbing the place just goes back to robbing the place. He's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll forget about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me of that uh, security officer at the gas station. There's two kids going to rob that gas station. The <laughs> security guard comes in and smokes both of them shoots them both and they're like our guns are fake our guns are fake he goes mine ain't 
And he's just fucking, you picked the wrong motherfucking story. I don't remember all the shit Jesus. that he says, but he's just, he's sitting there. They're both behind the counter. He's standing in front of the counter, just pointing his gun at him. After he shot both of them, he's just pointing it at him, like waiting on him, you know, and they're just like <laughs> all scared. And he's like, you messed with the wrong motherfucker today. And <laughs> just standing Man. Oh, why rob a place with a fake gun? Because you can't. Just like, I'm pretty sure they don't have a gun. I guess I'll find out, though. They're broke. That's why they're robbing a store, right? They can't afford a gun. That's true. Of course, in the hood, I suppose you could probably buy a fucking gun out of somebody's trunk for 50 bucks, right? If it's a stolen gun. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I've never bought a stolen gun before. I guess I haven't either. Out of someone's trunk. But. You know, I don't know. I mean, if you're broke, I mean, it's probably why you're robbing a fucking gas station, right? So Surely they can't think it's a good idea, though. What no. if they shoot back? Ah, oh, they won't shoot back. We'll be fine. Don't worry. It, nobody will even notice. I took a pliers and pulled the orange caps off the barrels. Yeah, <laughs> right? right. Sometimes they don't even do that. <laughs> no, I've seen them rob gas stations with the, the orange thing on the barrel. Whatever. What's the... God damn it. What's that movie... Where they're they've got the they've got like Berettas and he's like, but I notice yours. It's that big fucking scary dude that doesn't talk from Gone in sixty seconds. He's like, I notice yours says replica on the slide and mine says Desert Eagle fifty cal because <laughs> they're you know acting like thugs, tough guys, uh-huh. you know, and they've got fucking replica guns. And he's like, and mine mine says Desert Eagle. 50 cal on it. Fucking replica. <laughs> God damn. It's got replica stamped on the side of the slide. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Oh, yep. Well, I suppose that's about all we have for you folks today. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and call it an episode. Uh, thanks for hanging out with uh, the two best characters or characters. <laughs> the two best um, hosts. Idiots. <laughs> yeah, idiot hosts. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you didn't, be sure to check out the next one. It'll get better from here, I Hold promise. Hold on. We haven't even talked shit on Sam at all. Sure we did. Kind of at the beginning. I feel like not enough. Sam, you caught a tiny dick. And I've heard it smells pretty bad. <laughs> you know that cheese that we had at Mom and Dad's a while back that smelled like feet? Yeah. That's what your dick smells like. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you're imagining? Talking kind about of. Sam's genitals? Uh, Sam, you need a haircut. <laughs> you definitely need a haircut. I'll bet he'll be like, I did get a haircut. I'll bet he did get it cut before he, he went to the wedding. Did. But you can't tell because he cut like half an inch off. Yeah, he's like, I still like this mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, we love you. We don't miss you this time. It's actually been kind of nice. I mean, I'll give it to you. You're a good host. You're good at hosting the show. But I hope you're enjoying yourself in Florida. And uh, I hope you enjoy editing this episode because you get to listen to all the bad things we have to say about you. Yeah. <laughs> all the bad things. So many bad things. I wish we could. I wish we'd have had more lined up. Yeah. We didn't really think that one through. We should have mm-hmm. did a whole segment. Shit talking Sam. Shit talking Sam. We should have. We can always come back and record it later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For the rest of you, why don't you let us know? Do you like it when Sam's gone? Let us know, I think. We can tell him to leave more. Yeah. 
We'll just kick him off. I mean, it's not like he bought the stuff that we need to record this no. this podcast, so we're good. <laughs> Don't worry about that stuff. We'll be fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's all we have for you, as I as I've said. So be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks at shyworks dot com and all their social media, along with Ballistic Imagery at ballisticimagery.com and all of their social media all over the place. And uh, I believe Shyworks has a, a code first 10 and gets you 10% off for your first or first order on their website for things like uh, laser engraved mags and uh, back plates for Glocks. Mm-hmm. I don't, and uh, I think they, they might do mag, mag base, bases, place, base yeah. plates. Yep. I don't know how many of those he has, but I think he, I know he has some anyways. Check out the website and go see what's there. Yeah. He's got all kinds of cool stuff, laser engraved goodies. Yeah, and also uh, LSLF 2021 will get you 10% off all your uh, art for the refined patriot on <laughs> ballisticimagery.com. It's just a good slogan. I, I'm going to I'm gonna have to start pushing that. Yep. I came up with that myself in hey. the shower. <laughs> That's where all the best ideas happen. <laughs> it really is. When I, when I can't focus, I just go and take a shower take and a stand shower. there for a while. I'm like, yep. oh, now I know what I need to do. It's perfect. <laughs> Um, join us live every other Wednesday on Facebook for our gears and beers portion of the podcast where we talk about, uh, guns and gear and gadgets and some gun industry news. Um, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, full 30 gun streamer, and we'll see maybe one of these days if, uh, Facebook even gets worse than they already are to us, we may start up something else on the social media thing. So. Yeah, we're always looking for ways to to grow, which brings me to my next point. Uh, if you enjoy this, share us with your friends and your family and stuff. That would be very helpful. And Johnson, that drip I think I saw earlier was definitely outside the window. Oh, at least that's what I just saw. Anyways, <laughs> you're gonna have to check after after we're done here. Okay. <laughs> anyways, I think that's all we have for you, folks. Johnson, unless you can think of anything else, do we have it all? I think so. I think we got her all covered. Um, we love you guys. We appreciate you watching. We appreciate appreciate you listening if you're on the audio-only versions. Um, guys, if you're watching us on YouTube and you want to hear just the audio versions, if you're in the car or something, we're all over uh, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, every podcast provider you can think of, we're probably there, except for iHeartRadio, I think. They won't, yeah, they won't approve this. Yeah, they're commies. They're, and probably Russian based or something. Yeah. Um, but if you're listening to us on the audio only and you, for some unknown weird f-ing reason, you want to see us, um, <laughs> you can check us out on uh, on YouTube, uh, Full 30 and Gun Streamer um, if you want to check out the videos. And hopefully this summer, as things warm up and as ammo becomes a little more available, we hope to get back out on the range and get you guys some more uh, product reviews, range day videos, and things like that. It's a little more fun, lighthearted stuff, and not just um, just the podcast episodes, which we've been doing this this winter um, since ammo's been so short. We haven't really been getting out and shooting as much as we'd like, but um, we'd like to get back into that this summer. So, yes, sir. All right, that's it. It's the end of the that's show, it. folks. Get the hell out of here. Go away. Thanks for listening. Stop. We're done now. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Later. Oh, yeah. Defund the ATF. And repeal the NFA. Woo! All right, guys. You really need to go now. Go on. Get the f*** out of here. Would you f***ing leave already? Jesus. You're like a bad party guest.
Get out! No, it's 